This is Idle Inspiration, the podcast about finding our next favorite role-playing game or building it. I'm your host, Caleb. I'm David. And with, and with <laughs> me is David, as always. Not as always. Uh, I've done actually several as usual. without him. But as, <laughs> as usual, as default. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to be building one. We're going to be building a role-playing game a little bit. So I've... I've um, game designed and play tested for this game on and off over the last few years here. Uh, and by few, I mean, I think I made it in 2017 or 2018. This has been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a hot minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just the other day, I was thinking about it again. I don't even remember why it came up for me, um, but was like, you know what? I think it might be time to take it out of cold storage and see what I can do with it. I know that there are several problems with it, um, some of which I'm aware of, others that I'm sure will uh, make themselves known either to David as we're going through this and this, you know things I haven't thought of, or um, maybe when we're doing a play test here soon. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the game um, Show Tudes and to, uh, do some game design. It's, it's broken. <laughs> I need some things. Yeah. So real quick, Show Tunes is the game uh, that asks the question, why are we singing? Um, that's my little tagline for it. Um, it's a role-playing game about community theater, or not community, I keep saying that, uh, musical theater. Could mm. be community theater. Um, musical theater specifically. Uh, every time I check, and I, I don't think this is going to exist now, but every time I've checked over the last few years, this has not existed. Um, no one has made... Uh, a TTRPG based off of um, musical theater, a musical. Surprising, really, since I feel like a lot of a lot of uh, what's the word uh, improv and stuff like that comes from theater, and so that's all. I feel like it's all pretty connected. I'm surprised that that hasn't been a thing yet. Yeah, I mean, we have a, a WWE or RPG, and we don't have a, a right. musical theater one yet. <laughs> yeah. So. Of course, I don't know. I guess there's violence built in on WWE yeah. and that makes it easy, right? And, and that's part of the challenge of this one is, right, is like the, the yeah, there could be violence in a musical RPG, but the actual like right. uh, thrust of the action the is singing, right? It's like doing musical numbers and, and right. dancing and stuff like that. And so trying to yeah. make that into a role-playing game has been a challenge. Um, I'm right. enjoying the challenge. Um, so it's Powered by the Apocalypse, which means you roll TD6, add a number. And then right. uh, six minus is a failure. Seven and nine is a partial success and 10 plus is a full success. Um, we have a number of playbooks. Um, we have basic moves. We have principles and uh, agendas and all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But it needs some polish. It needs some tweaking. I'm sure it will need large scale revisions uh, once I figure out what the actual like structural problems with it are. Um, mm -hmm. I know it needs to re we need to rework the hex system which is like the player character bonds mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. um the x what do you get xp for we need to figure out the exact principles principles and gm moves well part of this will be like figuring out more about like what the game wants to be right. um and then plot playbooks is something that i want to take a tackle uh, to to take a stab at right. um the one one of the things about this uh, ttrpg is because it's about the archetypes of musical theater and musical theater can be basically anything, right? It, mm -hmm. You know, you can make a musical about pirates. You can make a musical about being uh, in charge of a nuclear power plant. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever the characters are doing, right? They can right. Just also be singing and dancing. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I like the 
the archetypes we have here. I think these should be the playbooks, but we need a little bit more direction on the setting slash plot front. Um, and I say plot playbooks because I was thinking it more of like the, like the tropes for musical theater characters are present in this game. I was thinking of maybe taking like the plot archetypes slash setting archetypes for, you know, uh, something like, I'm trying to think of like a archetypal example. Uh, a romance story or a mm -hmm. whatever. So some of this is is in the. So maybe yeah, maybe they are setting playbooks. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> I I was thinking. Well, we can get to it. Yeah, when we get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, I know it needs a little bit more direction on the setting slash mm -hmm. like what is the story about as opposed to just what the what, who are the characters. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we we'll we'll get to that. So the uh one two three four five six uh stats that we have currently. Our choreography, which you use to take risks. So, for example, you use that to break a leg. When you break a leg or otherwise take a risk or attempt something that you know might fail, roll plus choreography. So this is like the, the standard Powered by the Apocalypse, do something that has a risk of failure move. Um, on a 10 plus, you succeed without a consequence. On 7 and 9, you succeed, but with a cost or hard choice. On a misc, maybe you took too much of a risk. Again, very straightforward. It's just like the thing you do when you don't have a move for anything else. Right. Yeah. If we can spice that up, then that's great. Um, you know, mm -hmm. succeed with a, with a cost or hard choice is basically every powered by the apocalypse game ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we can, we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, melody is what you use to take the initiative slash start the action. So uh, melody is where you, that's how you sing. Right. Um, <laughs> and when you start singing as the move, um, you roll plus melody. Uh, on a 10 plus, you name the song, choose the type of number it is, and choose three tags. Take plus one forward on one roll for each of the tags whenever attempting to play to the tag. On a seven to nine, name the song. The group takes a vote on the type of song it is with ties broken by the director, and the player who rolled chooses one tag, while two other players designated by the blah, 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 blah. There's so many things going on in this move. Mm. Basically, you roll it to start singing, and in this yeah. game, uh, most of the moves, you have to be in a musical number. You have to be singing. The characters right. have to be involved in this singing stuff uh, to actually make a role in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, if you're just talking, like an unusual when you're looking at a musical, right? They, right? they talk for a while, they do things, but nothing ever really gets pushed forward or resolved mm -hmm. until someone starts singing and have to, and brings their emotion to the forefront. And yeah. like Those are the parts where things happen, yeah. Yes, exactly. So that's, that was my goal with this. It's not, you, you, you should not be able to go through a game of show tunes never never singing and have it work right right yeah. um your character wants to accomplish something and they get to a point where they have to they should make a role they got to start singing first mm -hmm. um cool. i still i still like that i i think it's. i agree it's i think that game. does a real good job of de-emphasizing everything that happens outside of a song right like yeah it, it yeah it does a good job of focusing things and being like you're only rolling here when it matters everything else is is a conversation mm-hmm and there are some characters who are better at starting songs, um, but uh, that doesn't mean that you, you know, yeah. uh, you're better at starting songs, but that doesn't mean you're, you're bad at doing things within the song uh, right. if you're not a melody-focused playbook. Mm. Um, okay, so we got emotion as well. Uh, you, when, you use it, when you try to convince someone else with, you know, your emotion, uh, with uh, words or whatever, what does it say mm. here? Persuasion. Persuade. When you persuade someone or otherwise attempt to convince them of something, roll plus emotion. Uh, and then there's a different thing for NPCs or PCs. May, I basically, again, most of these I just stole from Apocalypse World. Like the, the basic, like, 
they'll they'll go along where they need concrete assurance of evidence mm-hmm. or leverage on a for PCs. They can go along and they mark experience. If they refuse, you erase one of their stat highlights. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want stat highlights in this game. We sure. need to come up with a better way to do XP and a better way to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make it a little bit more unique, but right now persuading is just you know. Uh, whatever the version of that is for Apocalypse World. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got blocking, which is revealing the scene slash revealing a character. So uh, read a character read, uh, and read the scene, mm-hmm. both of which are the standard, like ask a question um, about either the scene or the character. And you can like take, you can spend hold to ask these questions rather. Um, okay. Uh, so on and so forth. Similar, similar stuff like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it, it is basic. Like, who should we? What should be my next move? Where's the best positioning? What's your character really feeling? So on and so forth. Yeah. Again, could be spiced up, but they're functional. Yeah. I didn't notice that they are almost. Um, they're, they're the only thing that people who aren't central to the song can do. So mm-hmm. it might make sense to. It seems like you will probably mostly be doing this when you are not at the center of a song. So you'll probably mostly be revealing the scene. Or someone else, or revealing something about a character that is at the center of the song, right? So I think I actually think uh, those two are in a song. Um, yes, yes. So that you, there has to be a song going for the characters to make. They don't have to be a part of this. They don't have to be a singer in the song, right? But technically, a number does have to be going. Uh, right. Me- meta, which is the last of the basic stats is the one that you can roll anytime, even if you're not in a musical number, but you're right. Like the blocking, the blocking or not the blocking. Yeah. Blocking. Blocking was the stat, right? Yeah. It's meant for characters who are in the scene, but not singing at the right. right? They're like watching. They're, they're trying to, they're gauging what's happening in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the reason I mentioned that was because like the answers for read the scene, right. It's like, what should be my next move? Where is the best positioning in the scene? Where's who is my ally here? Most of those things, it probably don't really matter to a person who's not actively resolving the scene. These people, mm-hmm. the people asking this will probably be the ones in the scene on the outskirts, right? Because the people mm-hmm. resolving the scene will want to do things like choreography, right? Sure. Because they can. Um, and so it will probably be more like what should be the next move or, you know, like these characters will probably be advising the characters who are resolving the situation yes. more than asking that for their own sake because what should be my next move i might not even be able to do anything right that's because i'm yeah. i might not be in the duel right so I, I was just thinking the wording of those you might want to uh depending yeah, yeah, on yeah. how it plays out it might make sense to word it more like you know from a from a, like a third party perspective on what should this person do and then mm-hmm. the person on your team can take that information and use it right um yeah um i'm going to start making notes here sure. as we go um based on what you're saying here um so rework blocking um focus on the fact that these characters are not usually going to be the ones singing so they will often be helping other characters helping hindering other characters right cool yeah that makes sense uh and there's also meta um, mm-hmm. which is one of the things I want to focus on in the RPG because I really like the question, um, right, is uh, why are we singing? Um, mm-hmm. It is answering that because that's that's actually uh, an inside joke with musical theater is most of the time you're not supposed to ask that question, mm-hmm. right? Um, right? Because it's just assumed. Because there's not a good answer. 
<laughs> right, and, that yeah. can, and that can be the answer, right? Mm -hmm, like, right. but I'm curious if there is a different answer or because because I want this game to be able to do uh, three things typically um, in, in answering that question. Either, yes, it's just a musical and there's no other reason why they're singing except for it's a musical. Mm -hmm. Two, um, there is a meta reason why they're singing, such as um, Buffy the Vampire or the musical. Of Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical was uh, a demon comes into town who makes everyone with magic sing, start singing and dancing wherever they go. Mm -hmm. um, that was such a fun reveal. Um, mm -hmm. So something like that could be fun. And also the third answer could be these are these characters um, are playing characters in a musical theater and there are different people when they're off stage and mm -hmm. we can go back and forth between those people. Yeah. So I, I like all of those as possibilities. I want this game to be broad enough that that can be a thing that happens um, where mm -hmm. we have that con like meta conversation about like what all of this means. Um, but uh, so yeah, so meta is used to. As far as I can uh, tell, the only stat or the only move that uses it is read the script, right? Yeah. Read okay. the script. Um, there are play. So there are four uh, to 16. No. How many? 12 playbooks. Yeah, whatever. I see whatever ten in this list. I don't know if there are ten. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it should be ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, the extras and the narrator both use it. I think, right? Yes. So there are two playbooks per main stat, mm -hmm. right? So it's right. like the two playbooks that focus on that, whatever that stat is. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, so meta is about um, being kind of outside of the action a little bit. So mm -hmm. when you read the script, you roll plus meta on a ten plus. You choose one on a seven to nine. You choose one, but the director gets to introduce a twist. And your options are change or introduce a detail into the scene, have an NPC or extra, enter or exit the scene if the, or if the PC if they agree, ask one question and expect it to be, to be answered truthfully that your character couldn't know the answer to. Mm -hmm. So this is about interrogating the fiction um, in a kind of a meta way, um, mm -hmm. asking, being able to tweak things behind the scenes, play director yourself, right? Right. Um, yeah, so, that, so those are the basic ones. And then we have cast, which is how interested you are in another character question mark is what i wrote there right uh basically it's like uh, right now you that's use like it history to, role plus history right? it's like yeah, role yeah. plus history exactly that's right. the yeah, text sing har sing harmony or drown out a pc when you sing harmony or drown out someone who's making a role you roll plus cast on a 10 plus they take plus two or minus two on a seven to nine they take plus one or minus one on a miss you made everyone look bad so you, this is the one that you do to help or hinder um right which yeah, i like still that. think makes sense it's mm -hmm. just I don't know if I need to figure out what I want that to look like specifically, whether or not it's just history, whether or not it's bonds right now. I have bonds on each of the playbooks that right. ask questions of the characters. And I like that. I like it, it. Again, it gives more direction to who the characters are and what is happening in the plot and the setting. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's definitely still not enough for right. what I need this game to be mm -hmm. able to accomplish. Right. You need to be able to, to like, I, I need the equivalent of fiasco playbooks, right? Like, um, playsets rather, mm. where it's do you have a character web, mm -hmm. but then uh, the character web needs to be mm -hmm. tweaked or added on to the character web so that we have so in fiasco, right? Like, the character web is, is intricately tied to all the options that the playbook the playset is giving you mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're all tropes for whatever the thing is that the fiasco sure. playset's trying to do. This game does that with playbooks with, with character playbooks, but only for those characters and where they, where they fit in a musical theater archetype. We right. need additional things to that, like yeah. props and extras. And what do those things look like? Right. 
Yeah, I have a thought for how uh, specifically how the cast thing, were, were, like where you could find another dimension for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we want to sure, yeah, that we, right now. But... We can go do that. So um, this sort of also is plays off the same thing I was thinking when we started talking about um, plot playbooks, which is, you know, when I'm trying to think of direction for the thing, I think of two different things, right? You've got the the plot, right? The actual story, which could happen in any kind of setting, really. And then the, the setting, like the, is it a sci-fi? Is it a fantasy? Yeah. And so my thought is we could do something a little bit like um, Uncharted Worlds does with their character classes, where you pick a plot playbook. So you might have um, the the hero's, I don't know the actual plot structures, but like um, the hero's journey, right? It is a really yeah. common one, uh, you know, where it's about like Frodo, right? That kind of yeah. thing. And that would give you a generic narrative structure to follow right like this we know what the story is about plot wise obviously it's not going to plot it out for you literally but we know that this kind of a little bit like the doomed playbook right where it's like this is a thing we know will happen and this is like there's steps to get here so i'm wondering though i think we Mm -hmm. might just need to do setting playbooks then because that's actually there's a there's a playbook called the protagonist which is just describing exactly what you're talking about here right I, i think we already have character playbooks that give you a plot so i think i Okay. I misnumbered that. Um, sure. I, I don't think, I think there's plot there. Okay. Uh, but I don't sure. think we have any setting dressing, which is the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, basically the, 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 the characters that people choose for the game will determine what the plot will be because the bonds that are chosen there, like okay. r- the romantic means there's going to be a romantic love right, story, right? Course, yeah. The protagonist means there's going to be a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, the mentor means that you're, you need someone to be a mentor to in the hero's journey, right? There, there are those mm-hmm. sorts of, archetypes in there right. um already then maybe maybe i can phrase it differently and say things more like maybe be a little more generic in like this is a tragedy or this is a comedy and it could be a little more tonal right so like in a comedy uh death is probably always almost always a joke and maybe not permanent whereas in a tragedy death is always a huge deal and it's true yeah it's tone. it's rough right tone and playbooks. the other reason and the reason i i'm suggesting that we, there is yeah tone playbooks that's a better way of saying it and then or you could have like a um like a romance could be one of those right where that's the focus i guess because that's kind of also a tone tone right things are a lot different or i guess it would be like there's because yeah, you could have a tragic romance or a com- comedic romance so we might have to figure that out but yeah i think tone will maybe make sense as like one and then the other could be yeah what kind of places this and the reason i think it'd be cool to mix and match those is because then it gives you some variety and also you can have things like in um in uncharted worlds you get options to pick from from your two playbooks and like you get moves from each one right and i think you could do something similar with this but instead of being moves it would be statements about the, the game so a tragedy might have three or four things you can you pick that say something about the, the game and and it could even you know be like you know if you have a well you know anyways uh and then the the setting one would have a, a few things to say too to influence for direction right and you wouldn't have to use them all but and you know maybe you'd say you only pick two of these or whatever but it could be like oh you know this is uh this could be a little bit like um the quest or intrigue or you know like from burning yeah. like you know this is yeah, yeah. this is about a political regime you know thing or this is about uh like a long journey a perilous journey right um something like that and then you could combine those and you would get a basically like a an end product that is semi-unique right um 
And those things could also tell you things about the characters in it, right? They could have, those could be options too. So like, um, if you're picking a tragedy, right, you could have like, literally like a doomed figure, right? Or whatever. And then those, those people who pick those things could have history with other characters based on the plot, what we know is going to happen to them from the meta perspective, from the, in the script. Right. Um, because those, I think that's, that's one angle, I guess, that you can take with this. That's interesting compared to others, other games is that it's really not that weird to say, you know, what's going to happen at the end. Not that you should know exactly how you get there or what it looks Uh like, but to say this character will die at the end of the play is an interesting thing to say because it makes more sense from this perspective. Yeah. Even more so than I think it does in like something like for, Yeah, know. for example, the mentor yes. character, the mentor playbook yeah. has yeah, moves exactly. that are available uh-huh. to him after death. Right. Um so sure. that I, I built that in there already. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So so here's my question though. Sure. Is there enough content if we're, you know just tone to have mm-hmm. separate tone playbooks? Like, as opposed to just like, right. like, say, you know, there are two options here. We either just say, okay, here's your epic fantasy playset. Like, mm-hmm. now you can pick a bunch of things from epic fantasy, and that gives us tone, epic, and genre fantasy. Or mm-hmm. do we say you have the epic tone playbook and the fantasy setting playbook, and then mm-hmm. you mix and match epic, dark, whatever? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm curious what the difference between those two things would be. Like, what sure. what things would be different on each of them? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we can just think of like or try and think of enough different things. And if there's a long enough list, then there's probably a reason like because, you know, you said epic right? you could have an epic fantasy or you could have an epic sci fi, which would be like Star Wars. Or you could have a dark fantasy, which would be like Dark Souls, or you could have a dark sci fi, which would be like The Expanse. Yeah. Or you could have uh, which I realize none of those are musicals. I'm just, you know, Uh, so like I feel like you could mix and match comedic sci fi would be like space balls um and uh tragic sci-fi would be like uh um i don't remember the name of any of tragic sci-fis because i i've seen a couple and i tragedy is not my thing there's one where they like fly up spaceship into the sun and die so that the sun will like to start the oh sun sunshine spin. yeah you know, <laughs> yeah like that one right yeah, so yeah. like um you know I, I feel like even just between like dark epic comedic yeah i know that there's definitely like stuff there i'm just curious what what would be the different things on each of those right like, so like what, what kind of diff- stuff would you be picking what kind of stuff would be on the tone playbook right. that would be different from them from the setting playbook yeah um, but i guess my thought would it would almost be at least my my gut instinct there's probably more you could do with it would be like things like the um the the agendas and principles right so like yeah exactly that's what i'm exactly thinking right yeah. so it'd be like you know what does death look like in this game uh, what, cause that's a big one, right? That's violence and whether or not it's funny or serious, the tonal impact it has is a really big variation on that. Right. Um, probably like what is appropriate for comedy is a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there's a character called the comic relief and that will look very differently in all of those. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of other probably romance like what what level of yeah. of relevance is that like is this a world where just seeing hope blossom between two people is like meaningful or is it like everyone's getting it on all over the place right like <laughs> yeah, yeah you know again it, that's the a whole big story about that yeah right yeah um now okay well let's let's yeah. just list some tones and settings and see right, if we can sure get some things going here yeah and and this this is definitely the biggest issue that i'm having with show tune so i'm fine with if we spend most of our time doing mm-hmm. this yes. um let's take a look here and i i think like 
um, bonds, like the the history stuff and XP and whatever it might be informed by. Actually, m- most of the stuff on this things to edit mm-hmm. stuff will be informed by whether or not the plot playbook thing works. That's kind of what I was thinking um, too, was like, yeah. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff could come from there because yeah, if you've got, you know, certain archetypes of a protagonist in this kind of genre, then that can say things about how they might gain XP or how they might relate to other characters. Here, here's something I'll do um, for people's benefit. I'll go ahead and put um, a, I'll, I'll tweak a uh, finalized kind of play test document for this um, hmm. and put it on Patreon um, slash, maybe I'll, I'll put it on Patreon for free. Um, you can just go to the right. Patreon and, and find it there, but it won't be behind a paywall. Um, so that we, you know, we could go through all of the playbooks that I've made and all of the moves and, and talk about, but, but I think the, the main focus today is going to be fixing it and, uh, not, you know, listing all the things that aren't broken. Um, so if you're interested right. in this game and want to have context for what we're going to now talk about, uh, here, um, mm-hmm. feel free to go ahead and check that out. Um, I'll, I'll link it in the liner notes of this episode, um, and get that out for all of you and feel free to feel free to use it and play, play some games and get back to me and, and tell me what totally broke. Uh, the, the first time we played the comic relief character, I realized that it was completely broken. And, uh, so we haven't played it since because <laughs> I haven't fixed it yet. Um, which is why it's on this list too. Okay. So tones. Uh, so I'm thinking, right. We have Epic. I think it's definitely a tone, yep. uh, you know, large scale. Space opera. Right? Yeah. That sort of stuff. Um, opera might actually be a fun, I uh, maybe that wouldn't hit the, I feel like that's the idea, but I don't know if, if opera might have some weird connotations uh, for people but like a space opera and like a, an epic fantasy on a stage would probably be an opera right like i don't know it doesn't have to be though yeah let me let me see what what is opera the actual definition is just a because like kind a dramatic... of the way they sing right everyone's yeah. just super oh dramatic work in one or more acts set to music for singers and instrumentalists well that's super vague i know i know yeah. <laughs> opera is a genre of classical music a building for the performance of opera. Yeah, the opera. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if there's enough yeah. definition there. For, I guess not. I didn't realize that. But I, I know what you mean. Okay. Like, um, and it's with with space opera. That one is a bit more like, um, it's not silly exactly, but it's like it can get away with more. Right. Um, yeah. So we'll, it, we'll it figure out what's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure um, out what 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 that's about. Um. So yeah, epic. Um. There was what other dark comedic? Yeah, dark comedic. Um, there was one other one. I think we were. Did I mention already? Uh, tragic, tragic. Yeah. Um, which dark and tragic are similar, but I think that the but they're different. Yeah, the intention is different, right? Yep. Dark is usually about finding the glimmer of light in in an already pretty crappy situation. Tragedy is usually about everything going downhill. Uh, so, yeah. Well, yeah. Tragedy is about something that starts good and goes downhill. Right. Dark is about something that's always bad. <laughs> right. It's yeah. just bad all the way through. Yeah. Even, even if there are glimmers of hope there, but like yeah. the entire thing is just all they start dark. downhill and they kind of just hang out there. Yeah. Um, stay there. But yeah. Uh, and so for settings, we have stuff like we can kind of hop around here. Sure. Fantasy, yep. science fiction. But even then, science fiction has like a bunch of subgenres. Um, right, but I think that you can hit most of those Sheb genres with tone. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but like, okay, so for example, epic, dark, comedic, tragic, science fiction doesn't really tell us a whole lot about what kind of science fiction it is, which is one of the things that I'm wondering about. Like, if, if it would make more sense just to combine these as like genre right. playbooks 
and have it be cyberpunk because then you could you know mm -hmm. we could offer a standard list of them and then it could be like a fiasco thing where you can just make your own and here's sure, the tools yeah. to do it right that's um, true yeah i mean i guess because i made that list i can think of of what they would mean but mm -hmm. somebody else reading that list might not know what i meant by yeah it. yeah so that's true and yeah i mean i feel like yeah i guess we, the option is we can we can sort of make these things a little more rigid and then have you mix and match them or you can just make a handful of them that are very modular and like uh, or customizable uh, that's what i'm probably thinking is I'm more towards yeah. yeah is like having it be like here's your epic fantasy playbook mm -hmm. and here are all the tools and then here's the like back of the book that tells you how to make your own and right. here are all the tools that we use to and like, make them right? the difference between epic fantasy and space opera is like whether or not they have spaceships it's really not a big difference it is a big difference so. or it's not a big difference except for when except for the thing is i think the things that we need to be on these the actual words on them are going to be different mm -hmm. it will feel very similar but sure. when, when we're talking about like what is this bringing to the game and the mm -hmm. characters the setting dressing is going to be completely true. different right yeah that's true because it, it will feel different for sure because uh, mm -hmm. it, it's very similar. But I think like it'll be it'll be like, uh, um, yeah, my character was a sailor on the open seas. Oh, my character was a traveler in space. You know, yeah. you can't you, you, you they are different, even though they don't. They're superficially different enough that they would have to be the separate things. <laughs> right. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we could have epic fantasy anyway. space opera. Uh and I think I think genre playbooks is a good title for them because yeah, genre is basically setting in tone together. <laughs> that's true. One thing. Yeah. That's a good point. Um. So yeah, yeah. I and I think we should offer like uh maybe ten standard ones. Sure. And um, what what are the components of these then? Because they should be pretty. Like it has two or three things that it fundamentally changes about the game that you yep. can just make up new ones, and that's how you would that's how you would make a new setting. Yep. Playbook. Um. um yeah, what, what Obviously, would, it has tone stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm leaning towards fiasco with this, where mm -hmm. I think it needs. So, two things I for sure think it needs is it needs to tell us what props and extras exist in this game. Mm, sure. Um, those are two buzzwords that I've used in the playbook in the handbook yeah, that don't that. really have actual mechanical meanings okay. yet. Um, but so like, what are the props? Um, what when I are... read props, I kind of just assumed we were we were talking something like um, Blades in the Dark, um, and that's basically kind of what it is. It's just that it's a, it's a uh, musical theater term uh, right, as well, right? right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, um, I guess I just assumed they would look something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. But yeah, what are the, what are the props? Who are the extras? Is definitely mm. like those are relevant questions. Yeah. Uh, we have tonal questions, obviously. So, so there's going to be, there's going to be like agenda and principles stuff that's going to be added. So, so I think we'll probably make a standard list of here are the things that all show tunes games have as principles and agendas. Right. Sure. Um, and then that you will add to that list, right. It'll be ha maybe half as long as it usually would be. And then you add another half to that list from whatever the genre playbook you choose is. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, like the, the, the bland version of it would be, you know, make up in evocative details about your setting. Um, whereas Apocalypse World would say something like, make the world, you know, like it's falling apart, right? Yeah. Like it's having a specific way of phrasing that that's geared towards the, language, the genre. Yeah. And we'd have something like that for sure. whatever the genre is. Anyway, it occurred uh, to me that we could, again, with sticking with the theme, we could have like, you know, 
props stage and cast as like the three things that are part of a, a primary thing. Well, and then probably like you said, uh, then like, um, and then script or something. And that could be like, you know, your actual, your, um, Oh, that's perfect though. No props, extras and stage. Like that's, that's a hundred percent what it is. It's like, wh- what are the props? Who are What's the extras? The what, what does the sage look like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what, it, what, when you're looking at it as a theater production, what does the sage look like when you actually mm-hmm. look at it? Right. Um, yeah, for sure. And then I was thinking that the last one could be like, script or something like that which is or like producer and that could be the agendas and principles that are additional yeah, yeah. to this right that that or, or maybe rephrased in that way right yep, yep um for sure what is the tone and i'll figure out a better way to phrase that musical theater wise but um cool yeah 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 um so i'm thinking what we do is we list a couple of them here and then save the actual coming up of one of them until we get our cast together for this one shot we're going to do and then we should custom build a yeah. genre playbook for the game we make up there. Right. Um, and and honestly, we talk about it. Might beforehand. even be like a, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was say, that might even be like a standard step of unless you we have one that here erratic automatically. You'd be like, this is how you pitch your players on the thing, right? You, yeah. You just fill out this short thing, and it's like this tells you what the play is about, right? Yep. Um, and they can decide if they want to be people in that play, right? Um, yeah. Obviously, it'd be preferable we just make it with them, but. Um, and that's probably what we'll do. But yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Yeah. So I'm thinking we maybe choose five broad genres. So like, for example, mm. fantasy, science fiction, horror. Mm. Um, I'm thinking modern. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking something like. Um, oh, let's do um, historical. And modern. Let's let's do. And those if, if they are genre, then they might like historical. Might need like a like what what kind of story? Like historical yeah. So historical, I'm thinking or... right. No, exactly. And and we'll have those. But I just think uh, you know for the the basic mm, playbooks we're gonna make up here. We could be big about in it. theory. We can mm-hmm. we can keep them to like a similar uh, format as the character playbooks where you choose you know, two, two different versions of one thing where it's, you know, two, two playbooks that focus on melody, two playbooks that focus on meta. So like, you know, epic fantasy and I don't know, maybe heroic fantasy. So, um, dark fantasy. I mean, that's that's pretty much the two edges of the spectrum, right? Yeah. Let's do dark fantasy, uh, science fiction. You'd have space opera and, so, there's so many different genres of science fiction. Yeah. yeah. Um, cyberpunk is the one that comes to my mind immediately, but mm-hmm. is there a better one? Um. Yeah. I mean, cyberpunk is basically just like dark sci-fi, right? Like. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, um. Yeah. Which I mean, is is kind of just a mirror of the thing with fantasy, but I think usually it's like science fantasy and science fiction, right? Science fiction is sort of expected to be grittier and more re- like grounded, and then science fantasy is kind of like, who cares yeah. <laughs> about the rules? Yeah. Something for horror, we do comedic horror, so like Little Shop mm-hmm. of Horrors is kind of yeah. the vibe there. Um, and then I'm trying to think of another good like subgenre of horror that makes sense here. Let's see horror musicals. Let's, what would let's they see. What would they call the kind of horror that is like you know about? It's a, it's a 
um, when when it's so warning not to do something. Um, oh yeah, a, uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it's, um, uh, uh, the word warning is going around in my head. Yeah, I'm going to look up warning synonyms. Uh, cautionary tale. Cautionary. Yeah. yeah. Let's do cautionary, Wait, cautionary tale. That's a good one. Yeah. Cautionary tale is a really, is a really good one. There is, you know, it's like, um, which is a lot of what horror stories are. It's like, yeah, it's don't, like, don't, don't make do this don't, mistake or bad things. Like don't have premarital sex or you get killed by the monster. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Don't let your kids wander many, around or it'll be. A, yeah. A yeah. You'd be surprised how many horror movies follow that exact formula. It's like all the characters in that who have premarital sex are the ones who die. And the virgin is the one who survives at the end. <laughs> like I, a ridiculous yeah, amount of horror is that weird. exact formula. <laughs> that's a really funny. Wow. I was supposed okay, to so like, we gotta, we gotta get people to not care that this person dies. What's like a really cheap, easy thing we can do to make them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they're sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. So historical, I'm thinking of things like Newsies and, you know, I'm sure there's like a pirate musical or something out mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah. So like Hamilton is an example of this. Um, Let's see. So, like, I'm thinking maybe we just do. Do, like, a historical caricature, maybe. Right? Like, uh, I don't know if that's a real genre. But, like, you know, they take a thing that happened and they make it seem way more something than it was, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, this. I think these ones would be more like what period of history are we emulating? Yeah, yeah. Probably. So, like, I, I'm thinking pirate should perfect. literally just be one, right? Like, yeah, like the age of sail, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do age of sail, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of got a, a flavor built in, yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe... Um, like the industrial eras. I mean, it, like Les Mis, right? Like the French mm -hmm, Revolution, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff has... Um, yeah. A lot of, I don't know what you'd call that. I, I know, that's what I'm... <laughs> but like... like uh, I mean, it's basically just a historical tragedy, right? I think, but I, I don't know. That might be kind of unhelpful. I'm thinking either, yeah, like Newsies, Hamilton. Oh, let's let's do um, Great American Novel. Oh yeah, that's the two kind of. We maybe find better names for those, but. So modern, I'm thinking we do like contemporary romance. Yeah, like a right? romance comedy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, coming of age. Mm -hmm. Slash like high school musical. Mm -hmm. Vibes. Um, let's see. Wait, let me just type in fantasy musicals. Here. Let's see what comes up. Yeah, because most fantasy musicals are like just kind of secondarily fantasy. Right, yeah. Oh, oh, you know what we should do instead of let's do um fairy tale. Mm, yeah. 
because I like epic fantasy as much as the next guy, but there's not a whole lot of epic fantasy musicals out there. Yeah, um, that's it's a lot of information setting information to convey that is hard yeah. maybe to do in singing. <laughs> so fairy tale, and I'm thinking maybe we do um gothic. Mm, yeah. So like Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. obviously that's fairy tale too, but like uh, Phantom of the yeah, Opera, like that sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, space space opera I think is still very fun for uh, science fiction. Mm-hmm. For science fiction, um, let's see, sci-fi. we can do like gritty futurism or something like that. I feel like because that's what cyberpunk is, right? Mm-hmm. But there are really not a whole lot of science fiction musicals. I imagine it's hard to prop for that compared yeah. to fantasy, right? You give someone a, a tin foil sword, but like you know. You try to give him a space gun or a spaceship. And it's like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe a cyber. I don't know. A cyberpunk probably is like the most difficult one to pull off there uh, for a, for a musical. That probably makes the least amount of sense. So maybe space opera. And then I'm thinking maybe something like um, more like a modern day sci-fi, like a time travel story or. Mm. Um, Jurassic Park, right? Like, um, oh, those are cautionary tales too. But obviously, that's yeah, a different yeah, kind of like a almost. It's almost like a, a warning of what unheated advancement looks like. Right? I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type a near future thriller in yeah. there. Sure, that's kind of the vibe I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, I think comedic horror and cautionary tale will really work for for horror. I think I think these are good categories now here. Yeah, um, uh, they should have different names, I think, for almost all of them. But I'll, I'll figure out what those what those are when it becomes relevant. Okay, cool. So, I I think that's good. Um, tone, props, extra stage, all make sense. So, for example, what are the props? Um, what gear, equipment, tools? Costumes. Uh, the costumes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Costumes. Do the characters have at their disposal? Um, and we could maybe make up something. We should make up some rules about props at some point, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do they? I assume they can just give you a plus one, but right. um, they probably yeah. just give you a plus one. Plus It'd be one. like like fine gear in a in you know um, yeah yeah exactly. Um, who are the extras? Um, there is the extras playbook, which is like you'd be playing these people if you're doing mm-hmm. that one. I at some point I need to actually figure out what the extra playbook extras playbook even does because I never made that one. Uh, it was too hard. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it because you're playing so many different characters. Right. Um, but uh, still, like, um, who are the random minor characters? And I wonder if this maybe would be easier to say like who is the cast, right? Because then that'll tell players what kinds of characters fit in this setting, right? So like if yeah. if it's like you know, uh, swashbuckling space pirates and uh, uh, you know, uh, daring space princesses, right? That that's a, maybe a better. I, yeah. I what that's, what kind that's of occupation skills does your character possess? Mm-hmm. Who are the random minor characters that exist in this setting? Um, those are both relevant questions for cast slash extras. There. Or maybe like um, also what kind of antagonist what do antagonists look like in the setting right uh, yeah yeah what kind of antagonists 
could exist. Um, right. Like, is this, you know, is there a monster? Is there, uh, is it, is it the high school cheerleader cheerleader? Right. Like what are the, right. the, the, yeah. the boundaries of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what does the stage look like? Right. Like what are the set dressing? What, well, yeah. What are the set dressings? Um, what can the GM, you, what, what can the director use to evoke setting and emotion? Um, Maybe how many, how many, like, like how often will you be changing state? Yeah. Sets? Like how, know, o- how a, often will we be changing stats? stats? Yeah. yeah. Does the whole thing take place in one room, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, what locations are even available? Perfect. And we'll have lists for all of these setting playbooks, right? Like mm-hmm. space opera. Yeah. The deck of a spaceship, the, the, strange planet that is filled by hostile native filled with hostile natives uh, that right. sort of thing yeah um cool and then what is tone you know that is like i think that's kind of the questions that we asked earlier, that's, right? exactly what yeah what like? what does yeah. death look like how funny is it is romance relevant yeah. what are the emotions that the director is attempting to evoke what are the boundaries for the game slash like what is the what is its what is it rated mm, yeah right that's that's the session zero stuff is in here right. as well um okay cool cool all right well let's let's take a minute then and look at cast and xp if you don't mind sure um i i definitely think that gives me some because i think it doesn't necessarily need to be a whole lot of like mechanical things that are going on with the setting, setting playbooks mm-hmm. or the genre playbooks, whatever they're called. Right. Yeah, um, it's, it's just guidance. It's about mostly, agendas, yeah. principles, mm-hmm. um, stuff that we need to know to make the, the campaign work. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So right now I have cast um, as. Where did I have this? I almost wonder if, if, if you could write these all like. All those little dashes. I wonder if you could write them all as, um, like, obviously we wrote them as questions because th- this is a uh, like a template. But I think the answers yeah. would probably look like the way you say um, the principles and agendas, right? Like, make the characters' costumes whimsical and and impossible, right? That would probably be the way you'd answer something like, "What kind of uh, props they have?" Yeah. Um, Sorry, what were we saying? No, that makes There's sense. Just a random thought mm-hmm. Um, XP. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cast, I think, is mm. what I was looking mm. at. So the one thing I liked about highlighting stats, um, actually, this is this is XP. Uh, let's talk about XP. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the one thing I liked about highlighting stats based, you know, from the original Apocalypse world is mm. the fact that it, I could flavor it as director's notes, right? So mm. at the beginning of any session or at the end, if you forgot, anyone can say, hey, let's get the director's notes. When someone says it, do it. The director highlights a stat for each character. If that character rolls or rolled during the session, that stat, they mark XP. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how Apocalypse World does it to, to be like, I want to see your character be weird this time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it does fit pretty well for a director's notes style mm-hmm. of doing it right be like here's my notes for you this time more once more with feeling right like more emotion more right. more blocking like pay attention to your blocking this time 
Um, yeah. But it is kind of boring, like the actual, like mm-hmm. how it shakes out. And sometimes, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about highlighting? I wonder if we could, could we highlight a move? Like say, hey, this, this time I want to see your character start a song. Or this time I want to see your character take the back, back seat a little and, and do the reading of the characters in the script and, or, or the scene, right? I mean, that, I feel like that or, pretty much gets, a, gets across with highlighting. There's a little bit more availability they have with the stat. But like you, you choose blocking, that tells my character I'm going to have to read, uh, read a scene. Or read I a suppose that's true. Um, well, some, some play, obviously playbooks have other yeah. moves that have that. Um, but most of them are still along those lines, right? It's like any blocking move is still about like reading things. Um, mm-hmm. That's cool. that's true, I suppose. Um, and again, I'm fine if we keep that. Um, yeah. I'd probably just want to rewrite it slightly to make it feel a bit more. A theme. Yeah, have a different name for highlighted or something, right? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the other things I have XP for are once per number, you can earn one XP if you actually sing a lyric from the song. Mm-hmm. I think that's I like a that brilliant one. little one. Yeah, to add in there. And then it also has, if you reach plus four cast with any character, your cast resets to plus zero and you earn one XP. I don't think I want that anymore. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the thing that Apocalypse World does and right. it never made any sense to me, right? Yeah, it was weird to me too that like, like reaching a milestone in your relationship reset. <laughs> yeah, it makes odd. you not care about them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so right now, right, you get you get um, you, your cast is equal to the bonds that you have with them, right? So mm. um, the playbooks, you know, for example, we'll pick up the antagonist playbook here. It has yeah. bonds such as Blank's goals are anathema to mine. I will make sure they fail. A right. good villain always needs lackeys. Blank will do do just fine. And I mean, then, maybe maybe we yeah. can just take a note from Burning Wheel and just say when you complete a a cast goal, right? Like obviously they're uh, yeah, maybe not all. Yeah when, it, yeah, when it evolves, probably a better way to say Because, like, so-and-so is a lackey, they'll do fine. That doesn't really have a, an end state. But if you if they reach a place where they, you respect them, then that changes, and then they, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and okay. then you're encouraged yeah. to, to, you know, push your relationships, because the more often that they're reaching new areas or, or new angles, the, then you're getting XP from it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind good. of what I feel like reaching plus four cast is meant to mean. Like you have yeah. all this history of this person, but it has this weird mechanical malady that I guess the idea is that it avoids you hitting plus four with everybody. But um, that is just a question of what increases your cast, I think. Right. Yeah. And if it's just how many goal or bonds you have with them and those are changing, then it'll change anyways. Um, yeah, I probably need to come up with a new name for bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I still like the idea. Like it, it's it's one of the things that makes the the character playbooks work so well is because it yeah. automatically gives the things that we understand about these archetypes mm-hmm. a place with the other characters. Right. Right. What um, is there a thing that you call like um a plot development between two characters in in theater? Right. Like if two characters drive towards a resolution in in a plot, is there, is that called something? Um. I don't know. Because that's all that, that it is, right? Is the bond. Like, um, thinking of things like, you know, like a plot climax, which would be maybe a weird one, but like, yeah, yeah. or plot resolution, right? Or like, um, an arc, right? Arc, but, arc is a good word. Yeah. Yeah, I can think about it. 
I'm trying to think if there's one that's specifically for like these two characters have an arc together and that's called something, but I can't, I don't, I can't think yeah. of anything from writing and I can't think of anything. Me neither. Either, yeah, I, I can look, I can go do some Googling. I did a lot of sure. Googling with, I, with I this game. Uh, you know, I have names in on each of the playbooks, like example names. And I just like uh, Googled like examples of these characters. So like, you know, the diva Sharpay right. is one of the character names okay. in there um, nice. from high school musical. <laughs> right. Um, that will probably change with the, um, uh, uh, genre playbooks and I'm, I'm imagining what we'll do is we'll take each of the main play the character playbooks and have notes on them in each of the genre playbooks so it's like if you're playing the diva mm -hmm. in x right. in in a high school musical then this is what you should be you should be sharpay right you know here mm -hmm. are some name examples here are some things to keep in mind when playing them here are some tweaks to the character sheet you can make and stuff like that mm -hmm. um so that i like that um Right now in the playbooks, I do have, and I'm just kind of jumping around randomly here. I have um, the stats as like four lists or a list of four options where it's like choose from the this list of stats, right? Oh, Choreography right, yeah. plus zero, my, emotion minus one, musical plus one. And then it changes. Um, I hate it. I don't like that. It's so confusing. There's so many numbers all in a row there and it's hard to keep track of them uh, when yeah. you're actually choosing this. Um, do you, do you like, would you like it if I change, like, do you think it would be a good idea to maybe just change it to be, uh, like, uh, masks where it's just a list and you can just add one to it, right? Everyone gets the same and you get plus one. Do yeah. One. I wanted to see the math. So we've got a positive three. It looks like this is yeah. the total. I think it's typically how powered by the apocalypse do it. Yeah. Cause you could probably say like this stat gets plus two right whatever one your playbook is good at pick yeah. a stat to have negative one is stat to have plus one and then you mm -hmm. could basically build these well technically wait no technically you have two with plus one and one with minus one yeah and one with zero um, I, I think it makes sense to have like a general idea of what the playbook is supposed to have mm -hmm. uh bonus wise that's and true, then to let yeah. the player add one to you know to for a little bit of flavor yeah but i mean Powered by the Apocalypse probably fine, yeah. games are not meant to have a lot of customization with those numbers, right? It's not It's not to meant yeah. to be as granular, granular as something like Burning Wheel, so right. um, I think Although, it's fine to just I be I think like, in Powered by the Apocalypse, they do this where you pick four things, right? They do, yeah. And, and then in like Masks, this. they don't, but in Masks, your chat, your stats change constantly. And that's true, that's true. So, because I mean, I, I, it depends on how easily they change in this game, because it's up to... Uh, obviously this doesn't have any mechanics for changing like mass does, but if it's yeah. a common thing in advancement to be able to move stats around, then it might not be a problem. But um, because if, if you're, you obviously want to avoid having every protagonist have basically the same stat line, right. Um, through the whole yeah. game. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it might not be a big deal if they're starting from mostly the same place, as long as it's, it's, you know, that could be a fun option kind of Facebook or Facebook. <laughs> fate core is literally that was the word and i just melded it together and it became the word facebook <laughs> yeah uh fate fate core um with its like milestones um kind of makes sense here or you can change mm, around shifting stuff around yeah. one yeah shift the shift around labels or whatever um mm, shift around yeah. stats could be it could cool. be a thing an option um especially like for the if it's, there's a scene where the um mentor dies right and the next maybe in the next arc their protagonist shifts up their choreography because i mean obviously yep. that's already their main stat but you know because now they have to take center stage because their mentor's dead um yeah 
yeah, yeah. Like that. that may be a cool a cool yeah like in between thing and then you can in- increase them at, at more in- larger um mm-hmm. waypoints whatever you call them. uh yeah i mean i think okay i think that makes sense as long as there's ways to differentiate yourself one protagonist to another i think it's fine to have just like these are your stats add you know add one Mm -hmm. or sure um yeah right now i'm making this game very much as like a one-shot game um Mm -hmm. it doesn't have a lot going for it in terms of like progression um the only thing you can do when you get xp at least in the original incarnation is take a new move from your playbook um Mm -hmm. but i think i can expand it out and add more options you know you know, mm-hmm. change your playbook um give a get a new move from another playbook mm-hmm. those could all be standard things yeah to work I with mean, there technically if if you want i mean it's this does <clears throat> lose you the ability to encourage certain behavior but you could take the fate core direction and just not have xp at all and then every time you hit progression points in the story they get different kinds of options different scale like you know you you hit a minor one you can shift your stats around you get a major one you get to take a new move or maybe take a new move or add a stat right or something like that um that does that, get rid of the uh yeah. the highlight the director's notes which i like and mm-hmm. the um lyric sing a lyric and mm-hmm. get xp which i right. adore <laughs> yeah yeah so i i and it does also you lose the ability to, that drive to encourage people to advance their yeah. bonds as well. So yeah, I think that having XP is good, but I don't know. Maybe there's a hybrid of that that you can. And that might just be play testing too. Um, yeah. We can just see how how it feels, and if we if we see oh that yeah that's definitely not working, or it feel feels weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we could change it. Um, cool. Well, I don't know how much time we have. We can end here whenever. Um. Uh, oh. Do you have any last uh, last minute things? Yeah, there's two, two minor things that I had. Um, so one, the start singing the numbers and stuff. Um, so yeah. it has like solo, dual, duet, chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, do I don't think a duet or in a duel, they're not different from each other. They do nothing uh, different from each other. Uh, it's just like whether or not you're against someone. Right. I mean, yeah, because I mean, theoretically, a duet, like the two characters singing against each other is still a duet, right? It's still a duet. Yeah. So I just need, I'm just yeah. going to delete that. I think that makes sense. I don't sense. know why I even had I understand why it was there because, like, you, yeah. again, it's a different intention. Duet sounds yeah. like you're singing together for me. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you might, you might want to make it clear that it's like also could be antagonistic, be right? Yeah. And I mean, some duets are both uh, usually yeah, romance, true. right? <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. And it also um, just is one less, you know, thing to for them to consider, right? Exactly. Yeah, I was like that. That's unnecessary there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about numbers in general? Um, here, um, right where it's you, you roll to sing. You come up with a name for the song. Um, mm-hmm. and give it some tags. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't find mention of tags mechanically. So uh, there's nothing for it. The the tags we used were stuff like R and B. And um, tap mm-hmm. dancing, or like it's stuff that's like, what is the song? What, what, how do we visualize the song in our minds? What's mm-hmm. happening during the song? And then you, you, you know, basically say 
if if you know tap dancing was one of the tags and you had a character kick someone in the face d- during the well you get a plus one because of course tap dancing would help you do that right sure, yeah. so that's that's the vibe there i can give guidance in the actual rule book mm-hmm. for that sort of stuff i don't know if it needs to be more mechanical than that would it would it be enough to say like and and maybe maybe this again i i haven't seen a lot of musicals uh maybe this doesn't make a lot of sense because i think they tend to have a theme of music in a musical but like could you instead of could you name the song and then name a music genre and like anytime you use something indicative of that genre that gets the bonus uh because i think that might be easier than trying to come up with three like i I know i would have trouble with that i mean again that's probably because i'm inexperienced with musicals but i would have no idea i could be like oh it's it's metal and it's called like the fire the stars are on fire like i could Uh do that Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do think it did slow. If from what I remember, it did slow down a little bit when they had to choose three different tags. So um, I, I would say maybe like once each person can sit. Like I do a thing indicative of this genre. So like if it's heavy metal, you're like I headbang. I don't know something like that. And if sure. and then once you if you say the name of the song or if you say why that's like when you come to the part where like this is why the song is named this, uh, then you get a bonus to that. Right. That could be cool. That yeah. might be cool because then it, then it's. Because I also would want to avoid it being like, hey, everything I do is heavy metal related. I get a bonus to everything, right? Because that would happen. Yeah. Um, so if it was a limited amount and it. Yeah, yeah, I do have it in there of the first time you use that tag. Oh, perfect. You get a plus yeah, one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah but I, would, I, but I, I think you're right, though. Reducing the, the amount of tags probably makes sense. There don't need to be three. I do think it was cool, though, to see like we had um, in the rule 20, we had like a board. Uh, mm-hmm. on which we had each of the songs and their tags uh, and yeah. we kept copy pasting and by the end we had our our track list uh, that was really cool, cool to see yeah. right um we well, you know, to think if i think about it if you picked if you named the song that means something right especially if you get to yep. the part of the song and if you pick the music genre we know what it sounds like and if you picked a choreography type like and that yeah. doesn't have to mean anything so maybe you can just instead of being like pick three anything because that, that may be analysis paralysis especially for yep. someone like me who doesn't know what that means you could just be like name genre uh, are you like you like stomping around and being all mad or is it like ballet right uh, i think i yeah. think that even somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of experience with musicals could probably come up with those pretty quickly especially mm-hmm. if i know what i'm doing like what i want to get done in the in the in the, the yeah. roles um yeah. and i think that there. Yeah. those being a little more guided might help someone who's not as experienced figure yep. out what it looks like because that does sound really cool you could literally have a, a track list and that was that was, it was really cool to like be at the end of the the game and be like, here's our track list. Here's all the songs uh, with their names and, and what they were about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the very last thing um, is if you want to take a look at the comic relief playbook. Um, I just, it's just broken. Um, I had Seth Leha played it. I remember vaguely um, remember hearing uh-huh. about this being a problem. I can't remember what the problem was, except that yeah, it was we'll, strong. We'll read it in a second here. Sure. Uh, um, Seth Leha played the comic relief playbook. Okay. And the issue was, so the main uh, the main point of the comic relief was to be able to say things to do. To, they could make jokes and they could make yeah. jokes even if it wasn't a, a musical number, because like, you know, comic relief okay. just happens at any point in a musical theater. Like they're just characters who are being funny. And I was sure. like, that could be cool. We'll just have the comic relief be a little bit outside of the the numbers. They can just make jokes whenever. And I had the 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 move be knee slapper. When you tell a joke, even if you're not in a number role plus choreography. On a 10 plus, choose two. On a 7 9, choose one. The options are everyone thinks the joke was hilarious. Otherwise, someone's insulted. Everyone you want to who, want to, who heard the joke takes plus one forward. 
You take plus one cast of one player character who heard the joke, treat the joke as a successful start singing move and start a number with the type and tags of your choice. Now, part of the issue was Seth constantly made jokes. And so that trigger was too vague and mm -hmm. just made, we had to roll this constantly. And then com that combined with you take plus one cast with one player who heard the joke. He, mm. I think he, he upgraded twice during the course of a three <laughs> and a half hour one shot, right? Like yeah. he, he got like 20 or he got like 15 XP or something crazy. Like, cause he just <laughs> kept doing it over and over again and then upgrading yeah. his cast and then resetting. And then like, it just happened constantly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, one, one fix that we suggested was like, or that we discussed was like just making it once per scene, mm -hmm. but it didn't flow like I wanted it to. Um, I want this to be like a thing that the, like, it really should be like a, 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 a more, um, uh, like a highlight. Yeah. Like a, not all the time thing. Um, right. once in a while is what the word term I was looking for a once in a while thing. Right. Um, not like constantly telling jokes, but I don't know how to f phrase that tr uh, narrative trigger to make it make sense. I wonder, because I mean, like, so the 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 point of a joke in, it, well, I mean, honestly, you probably know a lot better than me, but I imagine that usually you're using a joke in in a narrative to either undercut tension, yeah, or to highlight a moment or something right i almost wonder if this could just be a modified version of sing harmony or drown out a pc so when you make a joke at someone's expense or when you buff when you when you come to someone's rescue with a joke right like when you use the joke to do something hmm. then you know you can do the you you can help people right uh, or hinder them uh, because like if someone's trying to be all intimidating, you're like, wow, where'd you get your haircut? You know that you're you're hurting their ability to do that. And if someone yeah. is is trying to, you know, protect from some, you know, like, like if there's a really tense situation and you make a joke and you're like, ah, and everyone laughs and it's they're more likely to to hear what you have to say. I, I feel like that functionally is similar to that. So I wonder if this could be a, a tweaked version of that. Um, Maybe. Um, the thing is, so, so the. The main thing that the um, comic relief oh, does choreography. is choreography. Right. Um, so they're about doing things. Okay. Um, so, you know, for example, Knee Slapper, this is about, yeah, you are moving forward with the action, you know, because you yeah, at least have the option to start singing. Right. Um, uh, you know, the, but the, also they're really good at, they're, they're, as opposed to the Spitfire, which is the other choreography playbook, mm -hmm. which is about like going forward and doing things yourself. The the comic relief character is about driving other people to do things. Okay. Um, so it's a lot about cast, uh, which again, you know, I need to completely rework because I don't want to do cast anymore. Um, you know, taking consequences for your friends, giving plus one forward to your friends. Um, right. All okay. of that stuff. Uh, they have like a did I do that move, which is you can miraculously fix whatever was broken before, even, <laughs> you know, when you try to patch up a failure. Nice. Uh, so there's stuff like that. But like, so, so knee slapper, I wanted it to be a thing that like. Wasn't. Like, I, I like a lot of these options because it's mm -hmm. like everyone thinks the joke is hilarious. Otherwise, someone's insulted. If you don't choose that, then you're making a joke at someone's expense and they're going to be insulted and you're moving forward mm -hmm. the action. Um. Everyone who you want to heard the joke takes plus one forward. That's about like, you know, yeah, like under undercutting tension, driving other characters forward to, you know, give them yeah. bonuses and stuff. Plus one cast because they're all about making relationships with their friends or like the with the other characters that they care mm -hmm. about. Um, and then treat the joke. And then there's also an option to just start start the, the song because, yeah, you're right. A joke can definitely be that. Um, but I don't think it needs to be that all the time. 
But then again, like if when you tell a joke, mm-hmm. I guess so here, here, here's one question. If we just delete, if, even if you're not a number, that probably fixes it because there's only so many opportunities to tell a joke within a musical number. Mm-hmm. But then this treat a joke as a successful start singing doesn't make any sense. And right. it limits. Could we could we say yeah. that you have the ability to make the sing harmony or drown out a PC move with choreography? Because that's kind of what they're doing, right? Um, in some way, mm-hmm. and not just obviously that's kind of boring. So like it w- we could also say, um, you could you could add these on top of it, right? And maybe yeah. it could be like once per scene, right? Because again, we're trying to say this is like the highlight joke. This is the funny one. Yep. Uh, which um, yeah, so maybe it's like when you do that move. You roll plus choreography once per scene, or or it could be like you said, just in a number, um, depending on whether or not which one you want. Because um, if if you want them to be able to start singing with it, then it should be outside of a number, but maybe just once per scene. Yeah. And then well, I don't know. Once per scene um, seems too beca- like um sterile to me. Like the just the wording of that in, in the playbook, mm-hmm. like having to keep track of that kind of just seems slightly unintuitive and. Mm-hmm. I think if it's once per scene, it makes more sense just to delete, even if you're not in a number, and just have it be because then then it is right, basically once I, per scene. I mean. It's just like only during the time that everyone knows that's when rolls happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was my thought. Was either either have it be during a number or once per scene, right? And then out, it can be outside of a number also. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. So let's see. Um, yeah, it is a bummer. I would like it to be be able to start a successful song. So maybe, I mean, it could be just like um, change the song. Maybe. Um, I don't know how mm. often that happens in musical theater. <laughs> um, <laughs> where like someone tells a joke and suddenly it tells, it completely changes the entire song. But Well, you do have things um, for changing the type of song. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so, so I think it could be instead of starting a number with a type and tags your choice, it'd just be, you know, uh, the, you can change these things about the song, either the you know, either the genre or the uh, type, or I, I don't remember what I called it when it was like yeah. the people involved in the song, but. Right. Or you could even say like, and I know that this isn't, uh, yeah, I guess that doesn't really make sense for the playbook. I would say like, sometimes you have a song and in the middle of it, there'll be like, what is basically just a tiny, another song, like a whole different musical thing. And there's yeah. someone being silly. And then it goes yeah. back to the yeah. regular song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you could do that, but that is, that sounds more like stealing. And like, I was thinking they could be the person with initiative as it were for one move and then they go back to being you know the side person so basically they come on screen do something silly and they leave but, yeah i, I th- that actually fits this knee the knee slapper move pretty well though um and okay. that's kind of what this could be right it's instead mm-hmm. of starting the song you're 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 taking control of it for a moment yeah right with the joke um that mm-hmm. makes sense to me okay um, i knew there was a class around taking an issue but i guess that doesn't mean that no one else can right um, yeah, I mean, this is well. So initiative means different things in this game, right? Like taking initiative is mo- usually starting a song, right? Oh, okay. Um, because I guess it's I was like thinking that meant you were one of the people. By, in yeah, the by game. by taking initiative in that context, I meant like starting things, <clears throat> moving, okay. uh, driving so maybe towards spotlight. the rules. Spotlight was the word I was looking for. Mm, uh, mm, yeah, so so like they're they're the person singing the song for one move, and then yeah, yeah. Because that, cause that yeah. allows you to use moves that you can't use normally if you're not mm-hmm. in the spotlight of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, there's, a, there's a question. I don't actually think I have that uh, explicitly in the way that I word these numbers. 
Um, but yeah, you might be right that if you're singing, you can't read a character or read a scene. Um, yeah, I suppose. Well, so I don't know exactly how it's worded. I think if I remember right. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I do yeah. actually have a worded like they can't do it. I Yeah. Because um, it says it says. And only the character who initiated. Wait. Um, oh, it's the kind of song. So only the character singing. who initiated the start singing move can make the break like or persuade moves. Any of the other characters present in the scene are allowed to make the. Yeah, it, it's yeah. vague. It's ambiguous. I think yeah. I meant it to be um, the main the initiating. So the main guy can do, can do any of any of them. Yeah. yeah, that's how I read it. I think was that those main people can do all the moves, but the side people can only do the others. But honestly, yeah. it it might be more interesting if that. I I guess. I just say it might be interesting that wasn't the case and that gives the people not in the main in the in the limelight a reason to be there that they can't fulfill if they're acting. But the problem yeah. is if you have if you have a scene with only two characters, then no one can do that. Um although I guess I guess that could be a thing for a playbook, right? Like most characters are engaged in a thing, they don't get to be wise about it and read stuff they just have to do stuff but maybe there are characters who can be wise about things in the scene they can read a character or a, a scene while also being in the spotlight and that could be like their thing they have access to those moves unlike most people um i think that might be a playtesting thing also just to see if that feels too restricting um yeah. but uh um But regardless, at least for this, if you're not in the in the spotlight as the the um, comic relief, you could use that move to be in the in the spotlight for yep. one turn, yep. and you could make the break a leg or persuade moves because you definitely aren't allowed to make them as a side character. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll reword that, but I think that's a good direction to take it in. Yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, yeah. I'll need to change some of these things because I need to figure out what cast so what i replace cast with with these things because I, I don't know yeah. if you can even like it's not really a thing that you could like have in the moves to be like evolve your relationship like yeah it seems like a thing that has to happen in the fiction and not in the roles but yeah honestly um, like like i think that moves in powered by the apocalypse games that have gaining xp at all in any way or like something related to gaining xp in yeah. the triggers is it tends to really skew things towards advancement for those characters because they just yeah. use them a lot. Yep. So they feel a little um, uneven, I think. Um, and that, 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 that was definitely the case with this, this playbook. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if any of the other playbooks have stuff that gives you cast, but I, I, I think that maybe sliding those things up and down would should be based up to the narrative. Um, so with that, but. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll think about that. Uh, cool. Yeah, this definitely gives me a lot more direction, I think, um, on what is going on with this game. Um, but I think it will be it'll be helpful when we actually and I'll, I'll start sending out messages now. Um, see if we can get a cast together for um, for one shot of this uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks because Connor's going to be out um, for a bit here. Um, and then we can talk about what genre you, they might want to play in and we can make up a playbook a genre playbook for it yeah um Sounds and kind of test test the waters there for that yeah yeah i think this oh, game has okay. a really strong like the thematic core yeah. so i think it, it'll be really yep. fun to 
Give it a try. Yep, and any of the times we have play tested it, it's, that has shined the most. The the mm -hmm. idea that like the the things like uh, you know getting XP for singing the lyric, um, the starting a number and having the track list and like choosing tags that that also that all seemed really fun. Mm -hmm. um, having the roles have to happen during a, a musical number, all mm -hmm. did exactly what I wanted them to do. Cool. Yeah. And it's just that a lot of the playbooks and a lot of the rules basic were too basic. And I needed to, I need to come up with a little bit more flavor. I need to add a little bit less ambiguity mm. um, to what the setting is going to be looking like and what the characters can actually accomplish in that setting sure, um, yeah. and start to zoom out a little bit and add more mm -hmm. to it and, and, and make and make the, the, the moves a little bit more advanced. Um, sure. I do think that one thing that having bonds be a thing that you're like progressing will also mean that it. Like it'll give people an easy thing to look at and have something to yeah. to, to try and achieve because that that might also be something right is is there isn't a an uh, or like a hard coded and it usually isn't but like um goal to pursue but yeah that kind of gives them something that even if the main story without those bonds this game would not have worked <laughs> um like it was already too ambiguous as it is with if mm -hmm. i hadn't made those like i can imagine none of the games would have gone anywhere because like we would have it would have spent way too much time being like what is even happening like the the archetypes like the didn't have enough connection to each other yeah exactly yeah so yeah yeah i, I think it works cool. cool cool all right all right, you want to give us our uh, tagline there? Sure, yeah. Thank yeah. you, everybody, for joining us. And uh, we hope you're inspired to play more role-playing games. We'll see you guys next time. And design more role-playing games. Yes. <laughs> see ya. Yeah.